Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It is episode Yisip Sam, Nung Song Sam, Yisip Sam 23, and it is also Bengti Tres. Welcome, guys. Welcome to Kimboology. I am currently high as fuck again. Uh, feel really good. Smoked a little bit of Bubba Fett. It's a nice indica strain. And drink a little tonic. So I'm really, really feeling good. Um, I feel like my tolerance is getting a little higher, which I'm like, no. Uh, you know, compared to like true stoners out there that like dab and shit, like do all that other stuff, I'm nowhere near that. Like I literally, like 10 milligrams of THC will still knock me on my ass. So uh, I'm a cheap date. So <laughs> if you want to buy me some shween, it doesn't take much to get me fucked up. So um, hi everyone. Look at me going on a rant. Oh, um, I wanted to start this episode with negativity. Um, you guys, I don't know who, I don't know how many of you out there, um, in the Kimbology streets have T-Mobile, but there's an app on your phone that you can get that's called T-Mobile Tuesdays. It's supposed to be an app that gives you all the deals every Tuesday. They hook you up with free shit, deals, coupons, what have you, right? Discount codes, all that bullshit. So I have a bone to pick with T-Mobile Tuesdays and Popeyes. Yes, I said it here, Popeyes. I love Popeyes, okay? Me and Popeyes go way back, way, way, way back, all right? She is my number one queen, okay? The first meal I had when I moved back to Australia was Popeyes, right? I went, I was like, take me straight to fucking Popeyes. But T-Mobile Tuesdays gives you, gives you this like, okay, yeah, free chicken sandwich, but you gotta buy $5 or whatever the fuck. On the app, it states that you can redeem this in the store or you can put, you know, do it online and like adding it to your cart, like an online order or whatever, and then go pick up. It gives you that option to do it in the store, right? I'm going to be petty, right? Because my local Popeyes will not accept the in-the-store in coupon. And I'm pressed boots because I've done it, tried, I've tried twice and, uh, yeah, it, they literally denied me. And this Mexican lady was like, no, I'm sorry. Like, you can ask, you know, you can ask my boss and he will still tell you no. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was so mad. I was, like, ready for that chicken sandwich, my high ass, and then denied. So I was like, no, I refuse to pay any money unless I get the free chicken sandwich because I'm stupid and petty. So I left. But that's my petty peeve, guys. Um, starting the show off nice and negative. Uh, fuck T-Mobile Tuesdays and Popeyes for that bogus ass, you know, T-Mobile Tuesdays, uh, maybe have all your Popeyes, you know, locations except in-store coupons. Uh, what the fuck? Anyways, y'all don't want to hear about that. Um, okay guys. So yeah, sexy sustainability, cue the music, producer Rick. Yeah, there's an article from wholepeople.com that states that they're, they have these drones uh, that are actually planting um, trees as they fly around, um, which is really, really nice because, you know, I feel like, with the, like we just like can't keep up with the demand, like meaning like, you know, as much as we're cutting down trees, we're not replanting them. And so that's just like going to, you know, solve a lot of the problems when it comes to like all the trees being missing, especially like, you know, like with, you know, global warming and things like that. Like the rainforest is like... a f changing drastically and we need that shit we need the rainforest you know it's for this plant to for this planet to survive so according to this article by hopepeople.com 
there's this Canadian company called, um, what the fuck is it called? Flash Forest. Uh, and they're a, company, a Canadian company that actually just um, sends out these drones uh, and they plant four, 40,000 trees a month and they aim to plant 1 billion by 2028. So shout out to them. Um, I really love to see this, you know, uh, technology helping the planet. Um, so yeah, that's just a little quick sustainability. I just wanted to talk about that. I, I saw that article a while back, so just wanted to mention that I did have, a, we have a lot to discuss, lots to dive into today, um, on the episode because joining us later is, uh, a good, um, old colleague slash not colleague. What am I saying? Colleague for old friend, college, college. That's what I was trying to get at. Sorry guys. Hi. Uh, we used to go to college together, university for my international listeners, um, and she's dope as fuck. Uh, she has recently started a super inclusive uh, lingerie line called Scene that is open to all women and all beings and also transgender women too. Um, pre-op and post-op. You know, so super, super inclusive. Um, her name is Lauren Tiffany. She's joining us later on the podcast. We've dive into some juicy, juicy shit, y'all. I mean, it's good because she chooses masturbation for the Medicaid, masturbate, meditate portion of the show. She tells us about that journey. She was a 29, she lost her virginity at 29 years old. What? Yeah. Tune in, guys. That's, that's you know, a little bit later in the episode. So uh, I had a really great chat with Lauren. Um, I can't wait for them. I can't wait for her to send me some lingerie. I'm going to be fucking sexy. Maybe I'll dance on the pole and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So she's awesome. She's joining us later. Um, but before we get into that, let's quickly dive into the recycling of the news because there's a lot of shit going on. I just want to like quickly get to get through enough of it because um, I want to make sure we um, get to the actual interview with Lauren quickly and not bore you guys to death. Um, so yeah, when it comes to this week in the recycling of the news, uh, just a quick update on the Gorilla Glue lady. Did you guys remember that story? Uh, Tessica, she was a woman that actually, yeah, Tessica Brown, she glued, she put Gorilla Glue in her hair and literally had to get surgery to get that shit out. So an update to her, she raised over like $20,000 on GoFundMe um, to basically pay for, I guess she was trying to pay for her surgeries to get this shit out. But there's a, you know, as you didn't listen to the prior episode, there was a surgeon that's amazing that donated and actually did the, did it for free. So now she's sitting on all this money, but she's actually going to donate it apparently. Um, that's according to insider.com. So I'm happy to hear that. Because I don't think she, you know, wanted to be known as like this scammer ass bitch that just like was stupid and fucking put gorilla glue in her hair just to get some money. Um, Because, you know, there are people that done shit like this for for less. So um, so shout out to her. I, you know, she's going to donate that money. Um, Cute, cute. Another uh, report that just got launched um, literally today as I was about to record this was that according to lovebscott.com, um, yeah, it's official tissue. Kim Kimberly Kardashian West has filed for divorce against Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, it is happening, guys. Um, and apparently, um, according to lovebscott.com, Kanye West reportedly thinks that he his failed presidential run uh, cost him his marriage to Kim Kardashian. 
Wow. Oh shit. I thought this I read this wrong. I thought that it's I thought it said that um that because of the marriage of to Kim, to Kim Kardashian, it failed it got it caused him to fail in the running of the presidency. So my ass got that backwards. But oh, interesting. So apparently he is blaming that he, you know, ran for president and that's what destroyed their marriage. Um I'm sure it was that and many other things. Um yeah, so yeah, according to that they file for divorce, blah, 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 blah. I think they're being cordial, though, honestly. Um, you know, it seems like Kim doesn't want to, like, put a, put her, her baby daddy in a bad name. You know, they've been, they were married for seven years, and she's got four kids with the nigga, so... And he's, you know, bipolar, so he's legally, like, mentally, you know, in the sense he's got a mental illness in that sense, you know? So he's not, you know, it's not really cool to just be like, you know, she's going to talk shit, about his ass, even though she has full reign too, it's like whatever. That's your husband, girl. You fucking know all the tea. Give it to us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I don't want to like stay long on that because fuck them. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I also see that um, according to lovebscott.com that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle confirmed that they will not be returning to the royal rules. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess basically some people were still holding hope that they would go back to being, you know, in the the royalty, you know, whatever, be him being the prince and she's the princess or whatever the fuck that shit is in like the UK. Um, yeah, and they also I heard that they were pregnant for they they're actually pregnant again too. Um, I'm here for this because this this man saw his mom get completely fucked over by the media and all that fucking shit and drove her to possibly her death, you know, allegedly or whatever. So uh, he doesn't want that to happen to his wife or his kids. So he's looking out for his, like, you know, his loved ones in that sense. Like, he's like, fuck that shit. So I love that he's they're sticking to it and they're not going to go back. So just briefly wanted to talk about that. Um, Rihanna's making all the fucking money in the world. Apparently, Rihanna's Sasha X Fendi brand is valued at $1 billion. And this is according to Forbes. Um, yeah, my, my homie, um, my girl Rihanna... She ain't, she ain't doing music no more. <laughs> I'm just like, we all need to just go ahead and just uh, give up on hope because let's be real. Rihanna's like, oh, really? I can make billions of motherfucking dollars and I don't got to be running around on the stage screaming and shit and dancing and twerking and getting tired. I'm a, cool. Like, I'm going to just sit in this house, make all the billions and smoke this weed and be real happy and fuck these fine ass niggas, you know? Um, I'm happy for her, says, do you? If you ever do happen to bless us, if you care to want to, I will be 100% waiting for an album and go to whatever concert if the world allows us to again. Um, Maybe that's why. Maybe she's like, what the fuck is the rush to release this album if I can't even go ahead and tour for it? Maybe the fuck that's it. You know what? And if that's the case, sis, don't, don't, just wait. Just fucking wait. Because you know what? Uh, us Rihanna stands, because I'm a proud member of the Rihanna Navy. I'm a stan of Rihanna. I love her so, 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 so much. Um, yeah, we can wait. I've been patiently waiting. I stand for everything you do, sis. Uh, if I had the coinage, I would buy that bougie-ass coffee table book that you would just uh, post it on your social. She put up some like huge-ass like coffee table or fucking book of, of like her, pictures of her. Um, and she's like, oh my God, guys, look at my book. There's only 500 um, of these available in the world. So cop it if you can. Probably cost like $10,000. Sis, I love you, but I don't got the coinage. So I'm gonna have to just, you know, pray on it. Um, so yeah, Rihanna's rich. 
blah, blah, blah. We love her down. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to chat with y'all about. Cause there's, Oh, hmm. not that I'm surprised. Uh, the, you know, basically, you know, with the whole impeachment with Trump, AKA ex president Cheeto, it was acquitted, uh, which, you know, duh, you know, the Re- Republican, this, they don't, they don't give a fuck. Like they don't have the balls or pussy to fucking, you know, you know, put that nigga in jail or whatever the fuck they were going to do, have him not run again. Honestly, like everyone thinks that he's going to run again for 2024. I just like thinking about that gives me really high anxiety and I'm high already. So I can't talk much about this because honestly, yeah, I have anxiety just thinking about that possibility of happening again. So, um, yeah, super disappointed, but I mean, <laughs> whatever. That's an, it's, it's Tuesday. I gotta, you know, whatever. It's like another day. Um, living black in America. Ooh, yay. You know, this, you know, America's, you know, still leading towards this white supremacy, you know, ways and just kind of like leading in on capitalism and just, you know, typical bullshit. So there's that. Um, yeah, honestly, guys, it is what it is. You know, I can't really say that I was really hoping for anything other than that because I just don't have any faith in this country right now. I mean, we're still literally in this pandemic slash Panda Express, whatever you want to fucking call this. Um, these vaccines are still out here. You know, it seems like it's starting to get a baby a bit easier to, you know, get the vaccine or make appointments and things like that. But honestly, whatever. Let us just try to resume normalcy in the next year or two. That would be really, really nice because your girl misses travel so, so, so much. Um, yeah, but that's it. Um, honestly, guys, that's really all I wanted to kind of dive into for the recycling of the news because I have a lot. We, me and Lauren got into a lot of juicy stuff and I want to get to that episode. I want to get to the the meat and the potatoes and the balls of the episode. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get right into it. And Lauren's going to join us. We'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. Hello, 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 everyone. Okay, we are back from our break, and joining us is our guest today, Miss Lauren Tiffany is in the building. Uh, yeah, say hello, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> She's looking so cute, y'all. If y'all watching the visuals on I'm YouTube, trying. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she getting a little sneak peek to her new line, where we'll get into that, with what she's wearing and everything. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today no in the Kimbology Streets. We appreciate Thanks that. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. You guys, me and Lauren go way back. We actually went to yes. uni or college together. Is that correct? Yes, <laughs> yes. Girl, do you the remember those AI we like, years? But we went. <laughs> Girl, do you remember those AI times? 
I do. I do. And I've still been in touch with quite a few people. So, yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. (laughs) I actually, like, it's been really nice because the podcast has allowed me to kind of reconnect with everyone, like, back from AI, too. Like, I had, like, I had Joy on. She was from AI. I had Sabrina on. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany was on. Yeah. So, I'm just kind of like, it's been nice to catch up with everyone and then also see what y'all doing. Like, there's a lot of my friends that I went to college with that are doing dope shit. And that's you, like, included in that. Let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about it yeah i'm just trying to survive this fucking snow i feel you like this I, I couldn't do snowmageddon girl i mean up you, all my plans girl <laughs> I, so if you guys are not in chicago like we are uh it's snowed like i don't know like two feet or some bullshit some fucking bullshit yeah, yeah. it snowed it was up to our butts like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are standing out in the snow. It's like surrounding them and shit. It's like a hot (laughs) mess. I'm worried because I have chickens outside and I've been hearing for their girl. I don't know. Girl, my mama got chickens and now I'm like, take care of them. And then like they're just in the winter evening. Yeah, it's winter. Yeah, (laughs) it's fucking winter. So pray for my chickens, y'all. But on another note. Uh, yeah, so just like our background, we both went to um, yes. an art school together, private art mm-hmm, school, mm-hmm. I'm saying, which, you know, they still want the money for it, but they ain't going to get it. <laughs> they ain't getting it, not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's right, right? Girl, they, listen, Biden, let's see if you really go come through and uh, forget. Yeah, no, no. Through, no, maybe if they would have gave me Columbia education, they would get their money back. <laughs> Bitch, okay, listen, okay. Girl, I, can't this. I mean, you're still, you're still in the industry, girl. I've kind of just like, I've used some of the tools, but girl, I never okay. used that. I, I use that degree just like a little bit. But like, for real, like seriously, like we didn't get that education that we like. No, no. Bye. That I would pay but, them for yeah okay like <laughs> yeah so but we had some good times we were both in the yes, fashion design yeah right we were both doing our fashion design mm-hmm. um thing and i think I, if i can remember remind me did you do for your senior pro- for our senior project we had to like design a whole collection did you end up doing a bridal collection for your, for your i did i did okay yes and ice yes that was like you, the theme of it was bridal and yes, lingerie, and, bridal. and lingerie, it was mixed. Yeah, ah, yeah. okay. You made a wedding we were with dress, Pam. Right? I remember we were with Pam. Yes, we were with Pam. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you made a wedding dress, right? Like, you yeah, made I made yeah. two of them. Yeah, yeah. And I ended them. up yeah. putting them in uh, Latino Fashion Week, like a year or so after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my girl's doing things. Yeah, we actually, me and Lauren have a lot in common in that sense because we actually both have worked in the bridal industry. Um, her so yes. more, I think, longer than me, but I just have a little, like, I just, I've experienced just working a little bit here in the States. And then I also worked in bridal overseas in, in Australia. So, oh, you did? Uh, okay. I did, girl. Yeah, I okay. actually ended up work. I got a job at like this uh, bridal designer when I was living out there. So I was selling oh, wedding nice. gowns okay. and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna put some um, some examples and some photos in the show in the visuals of me just okay. you know okay. playing dress up, putting on all the gowns because yeah. that's really Cause honestly that's what you do when you're in the bridal industry. You girl, just play dress up most of the day. You play dress up. You put the gowns on. You know, oh, it is cute. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Maybe that's I can get married. It. You know what I'm saying. But let's talk about that. So like my experience with the bridal industry, girl. Oh my god. Like it's it's definitely. Not for the faint-hearted, I would say. Like you do yeah, get your it's not. right. Like it's not. It's I had pretty. Cra- it's pretty. It's very pretty. But you deal with these crazy bridezillas. Did you have like a crazy bridezilla? Like like a crazy bridezilla story? <laughs> Countless. So there was one. 
Well, it's it's not so much a bridezilla as much as it is. Well, yeah, it is. Because you try <laughs> to be like, nice girl. about them and you find out, <laughs> you know, she was just a bitch in the end of she all was. of this. Um, and so what happened was she mailed, her grandmother left her a vintage Chanel wedding gown. Oh, like, like vintage, like Chanel designed it before oh. she passed away vintage. What? Yes. So young bride, she had to be about 28. And I was interning for Vera Wang at the time. Vera Wang Uh and Bellevue Bridal Couture here in Chicago. Okay. And she mailed a vintage Chanel dress in a FedEx box. Just Uh threw it in a box. (laughs) And shipped it to the store. And uh, did not tell us. What? That dress was missing for weeks. Oh, my God. We couldn't find it. It kept saying that we had received it. And I was the one who did all the shipping, like okay. pulling it in. And I'm okay. like, we never got a dress in a box. Right. Eventually, they ended up finding the dress on the back of like a UPS or a FedEx truck. That oh, so it was, it, it was lost. Box. It was lost. Yeah, in it trans- was lost. Oh, wow. And she was, I'm going to sue. I mean, girl, oh, went through this bitch. whole thing. Went through this whole thing. Um, it wasn't on me because I'm like, there's security cameras. I never right. received this box. Right, girl. <laughs> they see me accepting boxes. Right. But she tried it. She tried it. Number one, she tried it because I was black. Well, who got the box? And then she was like, it was her. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there's cameras. So I, I wasn't phased. I wasn't scared. Like, okay, girl, when girl. she finally, when we got this dress, Kim, she took, she cut this dress up to take a piece of it to put in the front of her wedding gown. What? Like what? Like she wanted to like alter it? To she cover? cut. No, no, no. She cut up her grandmother's vintage oh Chanel dress. Oh my God. To get a square out of it. To put it on her wedding dress in the front of it. So her grandmother could oh. be a part of her wedding. So, okay. So she, she had it. She was going to wear a different dress. Yes. She destroyed a vintage oh Chanel God. gown for a square of lace. What the fuck? Where did she cut it at? Not that it matters. Uh, I'm they, just curious. She cut it at the bodice because she wanted the, the bodice beading. too. Yes, she wanted the beading that was in the top. I'm and hot she right now it on her bodice. I'm hot, her like gown. yeah, yeah. I was, you guys, sorry, we're, we're we're nerding out and and like fashioning <laughs> out right now, but like because we created gowns, me and Lauren. So like, the bodice is literally like the part that's covering like titty yes, and waist, yes. like. She caught the most important part of the motherfucker. There's oh no, God. like, she can't wear it later. Like, I would have said, oh, she could turn that into a pepper yeah. and wear a dress. Pin. No. Oh, my She cut God. the yeah. bodice. Like, I would say, if and she cut on the bottom, you know, the, no, like, you know, where no the, man. like, wait, you know, like, she could salvage it. She no, cut, she fucked that shit up. She, she fucked she it up. Like, it. there was, there was no other way around it. Oh, my God. That dress was yeah, done. Yeah, no. And then she want to blame y'all for it. I'm it, done. You guys, right? Like, if you was gonna do be... this, I would have left that dress lost. Okay, <laughs> you're like, just keep it lost, bitch, because you just embarrassed your whole entire lineage. We're done here. <laughs> We're completely done. Damn, girl, that's a fucking story. A here, I thought Chanel. you were gonna be like, we got this couture, like vintage. Show. No, no, no. Oh my god, she cut up something that I believe Chanel created with her team when her grandmother was younger. Oh my God. And it's gone. We threw it. We threw. I kept a piece. I don't know where it's at yeah. now. But they cut it up, and I was like, I don't understand why her grandmother gave her this dress. No, I mean, her <laughs> grandma clearly was probably like wanting her to wear it. Wear again it. And wear like, the the dress was stunning. It was fully beaded. Don't get me wrong. Fully beaded, but it okay. was stunning from head to and toe. She, like there head was to toe. Oh, bitch! But she heavy? wanted 
it was heavy. It was like yeah. a champagne color. Beautiful. Okay. And she wanted a low cut dress with spaghetti straps, ball gown, uh, empire waist, right. and a square of Chanel vintage in the front of it. So. I'm laughing because I'm just like the what the the fucking audacity of this fucking like. The, <laughs> Let me like, tell you, my grandmother left me a Chanel that should still be in a car. Okay. <laughs> Vintage, vintage Chanel, get the fuck out of here. Well, that's just a testament of what the fuck yes. we dealt with when it came to brides. My my craziest story was in Australia. We had this bride, and you know, when it comes to bridal, like like I was like, we were selling the gowns, and we were altering them in house, right? Okay, okay. And so, if they were too intense, we would ship them to Brisbane, which is up in North Australia, to like sew and do the major. And bring we them would back do to all because okay. we sew. You know what I'm saying? We actually sew. So like we would do the alterations. We would sell the gowns. Um, so yeah, it was wild because we had a, ga- a a bride come in and it was this, you know, cute little like uh fit and flare number. And she wanted okay. to add these cute little off the show, you know, the whole off the shoulder, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. sleeve thing. That's you know, a little everybody sexiness. Wants to, mm-hmm. Everybody wants to add a little off the shoulder thing. But this <laughs> bitch turned out to be like literally a bridezilla that like would not leave us. Like she, and she literally wanted like, she kept complaining when she sat down, there was like wrinkles in the front, but it's like, honey boo, that's fabric. That, You're that's gonna, the give in the fabric. Do you not want to sit? Do you not want to sit down? Wow. Like she really wanted to be like this, like, like, for, like plastic, like Barbie, like that has this like gown that no. move. <laughs> and we made it as tight as we could. What you know? was she going to do? Lay down? Lay, girl. <laughs> she kept saying like all these wrinkles in the front. I'm like, you're sitting down, honey. That's, that's going to happen. I was like, I can't. can't. And then she kept complaining about the shoulders. It's just, the, it's just like the unrealistic amounts of like, like I, I don't understand how women become brides and then they lose all sense of reality, like reality. realistic things, like, like, like fabric wrinkling because yeah. you're sitting. Like, I, girl, here's my question: How much did she spend? Her gown was a custom, so she bought the gown, which was one of her one of the bri- designers like line, but then she customized it a little bit to like what she wanted. So the homegirl ended up spending like. I want to say a good seven thousand, seven thousand, with that. Okay, you know? okay, that's not yeah. bad. Okay, yeah, seven thousand okay. for it. Um, but then again, my biggest this pet was, peeve is when they don't have money and they have. Oh yeah, the <laughs> oh yeah, and then they want they want like everything to work. Like they want it to be like, oh well, why? Why the fuck doesn't like? Girl, you gave me two dollars. Right, like, you give me two dollars, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you want me to work miracles with ten dollars? Like. I can't even do this on a like a big budget. You know what I'm saying? Because like exactly. the thing is, exactly. and the worst was when I had those brides that would be like, "Is there anything you can do with that back fat in the back of my that you know right here that you get that little?" I'm, the, I'm like, "Sweetie, I was, yeah, that little like pocket that you would get like underneath your yeah, armpit. It comes and, like, over. Mm-hmm. It comes over the the gown, yeah. and I'd be like, "Girl, we can just." I, I just I, I didn't know what what else to tell these girls because I'm just like that is not my that I can't help you guys that's what you and the Lord that's what you, <laughs> you know but anyways we can talk all day about, about these bridal yes. yeah about like what happens to brides when yes. uh, you know when they get that rang and then they just lose their day I'm so rang, determined but. to not become one when Girl, I do engage, okay. I'm not I'm not gonna become one. Well, do I wanna you want elope. Like a big wedding? Do you want like no, a No, I want to get married in Vegas. Bitch, me too. Okay, no. I want to get See, married in ass. Vegas with about Pop. 50 people, and that's it. 
Girl, talk to all the, like, if you guys talk to people that worked in this industry, like, we are so against, like, the whole big, mm-hmm. like, crazy hoopda now because we fucking, like, worked in it so many years and we're just like, God, this is so fucking stupid. Like, You're annoyed, like, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just too much. Uh, yeah, I did ask one of it's easier ways. It's easier ways easier. to have an elegant, small wedding without all the drama. Without so, all the drama. yeah. That's, like, number Girl. one. No drama. You get it because we both worked in it. So I'm just like, I can't, you already know. Yeah, I want to elope. Like, if anything, like, I'm going to just be like, me, you know, I love to travel. So I would love to go somewhere beautiful and just be, I don't even care if it's just me and my nigga. Like, I don't even care. Like, I get married. That's it. And just get married. Cause, like, at this point, you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you for that one. Girl, because you know, I could take a a full ass wedding dress with just two of us. Just and two change. of us. You want me to maybe get a, for dinner? Okay, maybe get a little cute photographer to take some few. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, for me, it'll be like the the scenery, like being like Costa yeah, Rica that's somewhere, what or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And then I have all these people complaining at my wedding, talking about the food, this, the, the drinks. No, that. I don't have time for Fuck all that. Fuck all y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like you get a I don't cake care. to go. Here you go. I gotta go. Uh, it's honeymoon time. I don't know what to tell you. No okay, <laughs> listen, me, my nigga, the one that I actually am marrying. The reason why we're doing yeah. this. That's what I care about, you know. Yeah. So here go your cake. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> but y'all be blessed if y'all have y'all are engaged I, to the reception. <laughs> okay, but no shade because I have no. several family members and best friends that are getting married and that are engaged. So you know, what I'm saying Amen. that's no shade to y'all, but that's just I mean, where I understand. But <laughs> do you boo? Like do you? <laughs> I, you know, my sister's getting married next year, and I'm like, oh lord, you know, like I just it's too, can't. It's already like what, what you want me to do? Like, <laughs> and then in a in a pandemic, it's like the the fact yeah. that you can't even do shit anyways. But at the same time, it's like I get it. You want to be you just want to do it, yeah. Whatever, you know. Do you do you boo? But anyways, bitch, we could talk all day all about day. this bullshit. All day. <laughs> Yeah, I brought Lauren on though because this bitch has always been so inspiring to me. Like, I love everything you stand for, and I love it because I feel like me and you you. have oh, girl, we've always been on our hustles. Like, we're always doing some things. I don't Mm -hmm. never see this bitch sit down. Like, she's always got something. Like, she's always had a job, (laughs) but she always got her own entrepreneur stuff happening simultaneously with that. So, I respect you so much, girl. In that sense, thank you. And even so, like, I would work. I actually would volunteer and work for her with Lauren. Like when she had her other company. Um, and I wanted you to kind of introduce and tell us about that. Um, so yeah, I actually really didn't even introduce, like you haven't even let you introduce yourself and like what like. You're doing, like, who you are. Let me just, I got into all the bridal we, we bullshit right away. This stuff. Like, we- <laughs> I was like, bitch, let's talk shit. Let's talk shit about this bridal shit. Now go ahead. Lauren, tell us who you are and why you're on the show today. So I'm Lauren Tiffany. Um, I am the owner and curator and designer of Scene Lingerie, which is a new uh, curated curvy lingerie line uh, dedicated yes. to women and transgender women. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on all, I'm size inclusive and gender inclusive. Okay. Um, on top of that, I used to run a girls organization called Far Fellow Girl. I ran that for 15 years, um, retiring it in 2019 uh, before taking this new adventure uh, into fashion. So I'm here today to kind of share like my my journey to get into where I am now from where I came from. Amen, girl. That's right. Yes. Lauren's got such a story. I mean, like I always loved like what you like when it when it when you started Farfella Girls. Like I just was like, girl, yes. Like basically, can mm-hmm. you tell though? Can you tell people like what exactly like why you started Farfella Girls? What is Farfella Girls? Like all that okay. and leading into like your you know the next, the, what yeah. I do now. Yeah. So right. I actually started, Farfella Girl was an idea when I was 16. 
My mom sent me to Africa. Yes. Um, to live you go for like two months. Where? I went to Johannesburg and then I went to Kwakwa, which is still in South Africa, and then Botswana. Okay. So we we bounced between the three places. Okay. Um, I went with a group, a uh, Christian organization at the time called Teen Mania Ministry. So what they did was they sent like 3,000 teenagers a year across the world. Oh, and wow. I woke up one day and was like, Mom, I want to go with Teen Mania and I want to go to Africa. Now, being the only child, you got to know that was... <laughs> For her to hear that, she was like, what the what? What you going to say? You, wanna, <laughs> you got a hoop dream? My what? only child. What? <laughs> I said, but you can't go. And there's only like two or three adults with 30-something kids. So oh, really? I'm going to send you across the country with other kids that I don't know, with adults I don't know. And I was Ooh. like, that's the idea. And your mama let you. Yeah, eventually she gave in. Damn. Shout I use out my to your mama. And my pastors. I know. Ooh. I use my, my youth pastors and my pastor to get to her. And finally okay. she's like, okay, you can go. Okay. And I was like, yes. But when I went down there, we built schools. We built oh. youth centers. Um, we, we roughed it out. So it wasn't like I got to stay in hotels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we were sleeping outside in tents. We were sleeping in empty school buildings. We had to dig a hole in the ground for the bathroom in certain places. Yes. Oh, you were really living it. It was real. Yeah. Yes. I love that. We lived among the people. And so like you would go into people's houses. You could not turn away food. Like there were certain rules that this group gave you out of respect. You had to dress a certain way out of respect for their values. We couldn't be all American. Uh, you Uh, know, (laughs) right. Many, many shorts and stuff going into their houses and things like that. Right. Um, and I think the idea for Farfella came one day we were all now there was 30, I was 20 something kids or 30 something kids. I was the only black girl. Wow. Really? They're all white except for one black boy. He was mixed. He was white and black, okay. but everybody else was white. I was the only like African-American like this is I'm <laughs> Damn, <laughs> to, girl. Get on, <laughs> to get on a plane for the white people. Yeah. Yo mama boy, though. Shout out and to her. I know she, and it was like $5,000 to go. My mom came up with three and the church raised the two. So damn girl, how old were you again? 16, 16. How long were you 16. there for? Two months. So I left damn, in June. I came back in months. August. Mm-hmm. Wow. I came back the end of August. That's amazing. And to experience that at 16, yes. girl, that so, like, really it, built it you. Didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It did. I never, um, one of the, the dopest memories I have, I don't share this with a lot of people, was we were playing with kids and it started raining outside. And we were climbing up a mountain and I kept seeing blood trickle down in the water. So when we got to the top, I asked the translator, like, what's the blood? Like, every time we were walking behind the kids, what's the blood? And he's like, oh, they don't own shoes. Some of them don't own shoes or they give their shoes to their younger siblings. But the Americans are here, so they want to come and play with you all. So their so feet that sometimes get their- cut up on the rocks. <gasps> oh, my God. And we were we were forbidden. We couldn't give them anything. Um, and I understood because they were like, if you give one, you got to give all. Right, right. So that broke my heart. So when I came back home, I had never asked my mom for another pair of expensive shoes or gym shoes. I have never owned a pair of Jordans in my life. Aww. because I didn't see the the need for them after yeah. having that experience. Wow, girl. 
And so it was, it was eye-opening. Yeah, yeah, it was humbling. It was eye-opening. And at the same time, on that very mountain, that mountain overlooked Mandela's house. Shut uh, up! Which That's was amazing. Dope. Yeah. So we got to see where, his, uh, where he lived once upon a time. And it's like something... I was sitting there one day and one of our leaders said, well, what do you want to do, um, you know, with your life? And I was like, well, I want to change the world. Do you know that white hoe looked at me and told me... <laughs> You're not going to be able to do that. What? And, then, and it was like, it had to be like 10 of us sitting around in a group. We were just kind of meditating on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and said that really loud. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do that. I can't believe it. Who was this white woman? Was she like... Uh, she was one of the leaders. In the, like the, the church? Yeah. In the, yeah, in the fucking caucasity. Yes. Oh, and what bitch. happened, there was a 14-year-old boy named Caleb. He lived in, he, I think he still lives in Denver. I lost touch with him. Mm-hmm. But he was 14. He stood up and he told her, who are you to tell her that she can't change the world? And I was like, see, white boy has come to my defense. This is fucking ridiculous. This, you know what? Mm-hmm. And after that, I hung with Caleb the whole time. Okay. Yes, I was like Caleb. big sister to him. We kicking okay. it down. Uh, okay. Eventually, she had to come back and apologize to me. She sure the fuck did. She did. She did. She sure uh, did. Because they told the other leaders and stuff like that what she had said. And from that moment on, I was like, I know what I want to do. I'm going to go home and I'm going to see how I can make that happen. Uh, It didn't happen. I didn't build the girls organization until I was 19. Because I was still in school. We were, yeah. Yeah, I started at 19. I remember that vaguely because I also remember that you had a, was it you that had to deal with some bullshit that the school tried to give you that you owed all this money when you were trying to get your fucking transcript? Was that yes. right? Yes. And then you couldn't, you told me that shit. They won't give me diploma or trans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember and that. And that's when I told you that whole, like where I came from and all that. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, so, bitch, what? But at the time I went to school with you, I was already 20. I was an older student. You so were I was 26. When you I were a bit older, school. yes. Oh, 24, I 24, 24, yeah. And I remember yeah. you like were working too. You had like a full-time job. All of us yeah, had a little... And Wayne internship. So. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm telling you, Lauren, you guys, Lauren has always been that hustle bitch. And I always was like, yeah. this bitch is... That's why I always looked up to you. I was like, yes, look at her. Like, she and then <laughs> she doing it. And she's I was like... Girl. <laughs> but you know, as black women too, it's like, there's always this sense of like, we already know in a sense of like in America how, and this is just kind of like also like kind of reminds me too, just like with me and my mm-hmm. my current job too. It's just like, we always know, right? Where we stand in our jobs, right? Like when it comes to like, say a white person doing the job, yeah, doing maybe definitely. the same thing you're doing, right? But if that white person starts to like slack off or just get real comfortable and just do their thing, they they're they're allowed that right yeah, like they're yeah. allowed we're to not just, we're not right mm-hmm. because if we ever decide that oh we're an equal playing field let me just slack off a little bit too let me get comfortable no. they no. will put you no in way. your motherfucking place so quick real fast real fucking real fast, fast. <laughs> and and like it, it it irks me to this day even with my current job it's like but i have to remind myself like girl you know where you you know who you are mm-hmm. you know the rules of this you know, it's you, not new to us. You're just gonna, and it sucks. You know, yeah. it sucks that we have to know that as black women that we are working in the same playing field. We could be the same level, like this, like same, same title. This white man next to me, same same position and everything. Yeah. But can slack off and be okay with that, and, and you get nobody. 
you no get side eye because you called off with COVID or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and it's totally fine. But if I were to do yeah. that, girl, oh, bitch, watch me lose my job so quick. They find an excuse, you They'll know, like heartbeat. Right. And that's something that I always think that you were always just like, you know what? This is a place that I and then the fact that you had that 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 when you were 16 going to Africa, seeing that mm-hmm. firsthand, you were like, lazy who? I, I've seen people that had no shoes bleating, walking and around. played and still walked for miles to come kick it with us. Right. Like, no, nah, that's dead. I, I got to get up. <laughs> so you were just like, uh, no, we're not going to do yes, this. Yes. I'm going to work. Yeah. I'm going to intern with Vera Wang, work my full time, go to school full time. Like you were a beast. Do it all. Yeah. You were a beast. And all. you still are. You still are to Thank this you. day. I tried. So, <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. I mean, like we to the other <laughs> girl. And that's why, like whenever, like, I remember like we went to college or whatever and you started Far Fellow Girls and then like. You know, I, I would I moved back. I moved away. You know, I was backpacking. Mm-hmm. I was being a hippie. I was being a nomadic bitch, you know, nomadic nympho, whatever you want to call it. Let me tell and, you, that inspired me so girl. much because I remember inviting you to an art show. Yes. And I remember you were in a situation ship at the time and you were like, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah. You were like, I haven't seen the world and I don't want to commit to something. And I haven't seen the world. And I was like, well, shit, just pack your bags and go. And then a month later... You sent me a text like, I'm moving to Australia. What the fuck? Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, girl, I forgot that. Yeah. I remember. It was like one o'clock in the morning. We're standing outside that apartment. Yeah. And you shared your heart with me. And I was like, shit, go. What's stopping you? Right. Because I valued your opinion. I did. I was like, you know what, girl? Like, she's, you know, you, you know, you always like, always had that initiative. And then you have Farfella Mm -hmm. Girls. Like, you have, and what Farfella Girl like stood, like, like meant to you was so important, yes. you know? And so like, whenever I had a free time to give or like, whenever I, I remember I would hit you up. I went back, I came back to the States yeah. and I was like, do you need me to like work for you? Is what there you any doing? Sort of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is there any sort of like volunteering I can do? And I, you know, I always meant that and I still do, you know, like, because yes. I always believed in whatever you were doing. Cause I always thought you were doing it for the people for, for, yes. for the world. It you was never not, for me. Yeah. You were not selfish about it. Yeah. And you were doing it for your girls. So like what I thought was beautiful. And then I'm sure, you know, you can, you can give us the specific, I can't even speak English. Specifics. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Lord. I I smoked it out. I'm a little high. You know what I mean? We comfortable by We comfortable here. Where your wine at? Where your wine at? I got it in this little cup because I don't want to drop it. Yeah. I'm Respect. 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 She's like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spill my. I'm not wine. gonna drop that. I don't spill it. Not here. <laughs> no, but for real though, like your girls would be in like they were very like they were young girls, right? Yeah. So they were young yeah. girls. They were between girls. the ages of twelve to I'll say twenty-two. Twelve to twenty-two. Yeah. And some of these girls would come from very you know unfortunate you know storylines backgrounds yes yes i mean and you would what would you yeah what would you do for these girls like that had you know and what 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 would these stories so, that you would come and like take over and help them with like farfella was an empathy awareness uh confidence building and a healing program um i kind of called myself like um an unauthorized life coach i didn't go to school for it i just kind of had experience in guiding youth because uh, being a teenager myself and starting something with teenagers was uh, very eye-opening for a lot of people. And so, um, but uh, the girls loved it because mm-hmm. they were like, wait, she's not that far from our age. So she right. gets the struggle. She really understands. Now, I have never, like, I've never been sexually assaulted. 
I've never been abused or anything like that. You know, I was blessed to have a a single parent who kind of sheltered me, uh, but still gave me enough room to experience reality around me. So I I didn't grow up naive to the world. I knew what existed because my mom is just a realist, but I didn't put myself in positions because she kept me busy. Ah, My mom kept me busy. If I wanted to do fashion, nails, modeling, go to Mm. Africa. Okay, go, 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 go. So I didn't have time. And so when I got these girls, it was so many experiences. The first class was majority Latino girls, Mm. a few black girls. I started the program because of one black girl uh, who is now one of my best friends. Her name is Jaquita. She unfortunately had been through a very bad uh, sexual assault when she was 13 and she had a child because of it. Oh my God. When she was 12. When she was 12. 12. She had a child because of it. She chose to keep the child. He is now a 19 year old thriving black boy uh, and loves on his mom, his little sister. And, Mm -hmm. um, at the time I met her, she was going back through court because this guy who had done this, he got 40 years in prison. Okay. And he was suing her for paternity, like to say Get he the wasn't. the fuck yeah. out of here. And I remember her going through that. And she, her mom was like, she shut down. She won't talk to anybody. But for some reason, my daughter likes you. Oh. And so I remember going to her and I said, hey, do you mind if we gather with a bunch of other girls and we do this for like 22 Saturdays? <laughs> hey. And she was like, and she went to the same church and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. And so I gathered 21 girls in my mom's basement apartment in Humboldt Park because that's where I was raised. And we, for 22 weeks, 22 Saturdays, we talked about life and we cried and we healed and we shared experiences. I think the most um, effective healing that a, a, a person can have, especially a woman or a girl, is to know that they're not alone. Yeah. yeah. That's I feel like that's the only way that the healing can be as deep as you need it to be because someone else is holding your hand while you're going through that healing. Right. Someone else is there to say, hey, I've been through it or hey, I just have empathy for you going yeah. through this. Right. And so for a lot of the, the situations that these girls went through, I didn't go through what Jaquita went through, but I held her hand. Right. I cried with her. I made her laugh. I let her scream. I let her curse. I let her get all the frustrations out because that was important. And sometimes your parents can't be that for you. Right. You need someone else or other people in your life that you can kind of lean on mm-hmm. uh, because mom is mom and dad is dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes what you need from them, they can't give you because they're going to kick into parent mode versus yeah. at that time, maybe you need a therapist. Maybe you need someone that's not attached to the problem at all to talk you through it. And so for the girls, I was sort of like a therapist. Yeah. I was someone that didn't know their story. So I couldn't look at them and say, you're lying about your story. No, I look at them and say, well, let's talk about it. What's going on? Why do you feel this way? Or why did you try to cut yourself, kill yourself and things like that? Um, One of the life-changing stories for me was there was a... Young girl, I was in Ace Tech High School. I went into CPS right after we finished school. Okay. And that's when I rebooted. That's when it became Farfella Girl because I originally um, called it Straight Modest. So okay. by the time you met me, it was Farfella Girl. Yes. I was creating Farfella Girl at the time. I was rebranding. Okay. And so um, there was, I went to this high school and there were about 22 girls. They wanted to take the class. I was like, yeah, but there was a 23rd girl. 
that wanted to take the class. And my friend Katie, who was the counselor at the school, that's how I got in. She was like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, sure. She's like, so there's a 23rd girl that wants to take the class. And I was like, okay, well, send her. She goes, well, here's the thing. She wasn't born a girl. Okay. I said, oh, well, this is new for me. Like, you know, this, okay. And first of all, it's my first time in schools. Yeah. Uh, my first time with a, a group of black girls because I was at a black school. Uh-huh. So there were no Hispanic girls in this class, no white girls, just, mm. just me, a bunch of me, like uh-huh. <laughs> a bunch of girls that look like me in a class. And I said, well, if the girls are cool with it, I'm cool with it. And I remember walking to that classroom and the girls was like, so Diamond wants to take the class. I mean, attitude right off the bat. They didn't even know me. Uh, Diamond wants to take the class. You know, there's always a one self-appointed leader girl. of the group. Girl. Diamond wants to take the class. And if you don't let her, none of us are taking it. And I was like, well, I already talked to Miss Common and Diamond's going to be in the class. Relax. And so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, don't come, don't come at me. Little okay. Girl. <laughs> you know, we're always in a state of, you know, we just always in a state of like, let me just protect yes, myself. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm I, okay. I'm an adult, but I could go there too. We, can, we <laughs> right. can do this all day. I'm not a teacher. CPS don't pay me. And it's okay. <laughs> the school was not paying me to be there. Right. You were doing this out of the goodness of your own fucking yes. heart. Yes. I was giving money instead of getting money. Yes, you were. Yes. And were. so, when she came into the class, she was nervous at first because mm. some of the girls liked her. Some of the girls didn't because okay. I think, you know, lack of knowledge, ignorance, right. you know, and that plays year, a role. What year people. was this? If you were like um, about 2014. Right. And we were still, you know, I would say yeah. like the wokeness of the collective yes. mind hasn't we haven't really reached there. You know, yeah, no, 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 not at all. No, right. no. Right. So for her, like the principal didn't want her in my program. Like teachers didn't understand it. But I was the type of person that I wanted to be a voice for a group of people that didn't have a voice. And if right. she doesn't have a voice, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to speak up for her. There you That's go. That's it. There you go. And so I got every girl out of that school. Every girl got a diploma. Yes. No girl dropped out. Yes. Uh, only one out of 22 became a teenage mom. Okay. Everyone else waited until they were like 21, 22 to have their first kids. Okay. Um, so the success rate of the program was, was life-changing. It, it, it was proof that if you invest in a young mind, you can change the outcome for them. That's and so what beautiful. they thought they would walk into, they don't have to. Yeah. That's so And so Diamond now, she's successful. She lives, uh, she lives up north, I think, in Rogers Park. She finally got like the hormone, like we helped her get to that hormonal phase and I've supported her through the whole situation. She's now, I think, 23. Okay. Um, okay. And so she she's, took she's, all go- her, she's gone through she's her doing transition. The transition. She's still okay, be doing cool. it. Yeah. Okay. So she's on the estrogen right now. She's Perfect. Oh, stunning. Stunning. Oh, I, I wish. Get I a wish diamond. I have, Shout out like, to you, girl. She's killing it. Okay. <laughs> but we ran into so many things. And I think for me, it was, it was a reality check, even though I was raised in a realist house mm. to actually have to be in the world and see people discriminated on simply because they're choosing to walk a different way in life. And it was kind of right. like, what the fuck? That don't even make sense to me. Right. I'll be out here hoeing in the streets and y'all don't love me no less. So okay. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, I, for, okay. So like, I'm trying to think of that one event that I volunteered with you and I thought it was so beautiful. There was like, 
It was in an event that I, we, I remember I was setting up decorations with Egypt. I remember me and Egypt was working okay. for you. And was, we were, it, was it when I had, it was like they were spending the whole day to cry and stuff? Girl, what, what event was it not I mean, where they were spending all the day to we, cry? We always cried. Okay? <laughs> I know. I was like, look, girl, isn't look, that like... For those people out the there, whole thing, cry. If you got right. cry, cry. <laughs> I remember there was an auditorium. Okay. Oh, my, if I'm right. I've had quite a few of them. Yes. I think, I think I know what you're talking about, though. And I had to, like, I, I remember I helped with decorations and giving out the gift bags. And I do remember the girls. Bless it their was heart. at um, Columbia College. Yes. I, okay. It's coming back it to me now. It was the Columbia College, yes. uh, uh, like, the one-day conference. And I had, like, four or five different speakers. Yes. You had speakers. Yes. And we had, had like, a cereal giveaways. bar and all that stuff. Yes. yes. You had, like, little, like, uh, uh, activities for them yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute, so cute. Yes. And I remember that. I just remember the girls coming in and just like, and yes, and, and from when I was like helping you out, like I remember there was a lot of black women, a lot of black girls, sorry, yeah, a lot yes. of black young girls. And I will just remember there, some of them were quite timid, some of them were mm-hmm. quite reserved, some of them were very, like you said, like very loud and very yeah, boisterous. Yeah, yeah. We got the Cardi B's <laughs> and I, what's, what's all this? One is, you know, and it's just like, yeah. I, I see that all. It's like just all the different types of personalities and just like, but I saw the joy in their face. And they all mesh so well. They yes. all like were one happy family. Yes. And yeah. I would just like looked at them and I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, I was so happy to be there to just to help in any way. And yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh God, this, my home girl is doing it. Like, and I remember like yeah. <laughs> hearing the speakers and then like, I think you were giving out like awards for some of them too yeah. and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really, really special. And so and that always they came out of a room. Somebody was crying. Everybody was emerging. Girl, I remember somebody yes. saying, why did you and which, out with like red eyes? Oh, they're healing. It's a they're healing. Yeah. They hide. <laughs> So and that's so on. important. That's so you you yeah. created a safe space yes. for women, young women of color to 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 just be honest, you know, and, yes. and share. And at that time, it's so important, right? It's so yeah. important because you know, there's so many times in our lives as like you know, women of color growing up or people of color in general, like we just don't feel safe. We don't feel you don't. like we can share. I, or you don't have anyone to talk to. You don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. You feel like what you're going through is like, you're you're the only one going through it. And yeah, I just remember being there and just seeing the joy and just like, just seeing how happy they were. And then like, just, yeah. And you were just doing this all, all like, yeah. y'all, she didn't get paid in a sense. Like this no, was all for- I never made money just, from it. This was just her, you know, creating this safe haven for these for young For 15 girls. years. For 15, for 15 years. years. And I always, and I volunteered and I did all I could for like whenever yeah. I saw, you know, when I could for the, for, for cause I, I loved what you were doing and I so wanted this to get funded. I so wanted you to I did too. For this. I did too. I so wanted this for you. So yeah. do you, now you said we're, uh, Farfella Girls is no longer, you're no longer running it right now. No, no. But is, but is there possibly a future for Farfella Girl? No, not unless a girl wants it. Okay. I would happily give it to them. Um, I had just reached a point of burnout. Yes. So what, what people don't realize is you do this for 15 years. The stories I've had to hear from sexual abuse to physical abuse to abandonment to homelessness to yeah. coming out the closet to, you know, just the various things that I had to I have 15 years worth of secrets from over 500 girls. Oh, girl. 
you're carrying and all I can that. name almost all of them by name if I you know even wow. if I saw them or I can name them I know who they are I can yeah. they're getting married having kids girlfriends boyfriends and all that stuff and it's just it came to a point in I'll say 2017 I started to lose joy and I think it was partly because of the lack of funding right right and then two it was Although I had a lot of volunteers that would come around me to help, the girls only trusted me. Right, right. So although they would give you all a little bit and they'll cry with you, I had to take on all of the heavy burden part of them. Yeah. So although you would be at an event and you would see them crying and they'll come to you and hug you and say, you know, I just feel like no one loves me. I had to hear why no one loved them. Yeah, girl. And so yeah. it was just so heavy after a while that it, it yeah. drove me in by 2019. It drove me to counseling. Girl. Because at this point, I was empty and I was pouring from an empty cup. I didn't yes. have anything else to give. Yes. And so, no, actually 2018, I ended up having to get a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, then, so I did counseling from 2018 to 2019. Mm-hmm. And I had to get out of my heart and my mind all the things because I wanted to save every girl. Yeah. I wanted to save them all. And I, I did an interview not so long ago. And I was like, if I could be the old lady in the shoe with 25,000 kids, like that would be me. <laughs> like, uh, these are all my daughters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get them all to school and everything. Yep. Uh, I would have done that. But my mom, uh, who was the driving force behind me, she would constantly remind me, you can't save everybody. <sighs> you can try, but you can't. It's just not humanly possible. And so I started to just give the girls the tools they would need to go through life. Okay. So what I would do was I wouldn't try to save them. I would just try to prepare them, embrace them. Right. Because life is going to get shitty sometimes. And And as long as you have tools to get out of that darkness, you good. You good. You good. But you're going to see some darkness. Amen. You're going to see it. It's not, if you're not exempt from it, you're going to see some bad days. And so... After a while, I just was like, I went to counseling. And the one thing the counselor asked me is, what was I doing for me? And I could not answer the question. Oh, Lauren. I had spent yes. 15 years putting these girls first where I wasn't really dating. I would sometimes have a booty call or whatever, or sometimes hang out. I had boyfriends here or there, but I had men who didn't understand. Or I, I had to be careful about men right. because of what the girls had been through. So I couldn't just bring any nigga around these girls. Right. Uh, because I don't know if you got pedal vibes or not until I put you Ooh. in the room with them. You know what I'm saying? Girl. You know, you cool with me, but you ain't have to be around a bunch of 15-year-olds twerking. Now let's see how you really are. No, no, no. Right. You don't need to see all that. Yeah. Go let's ahead. see how you really are. So I didn't take a lot of... I, I put a lot of things on hold. Um, and I have no regrets about it because those girls at that time, those 15 years, they needed me. Yes. Yes. And so... I missed a lot of things, but I don't count it as missed opportunities because those opportunities came back around. Right. And it's or kind they of, weren't meant for me. Right. And it kind of kind of uh guided you into your current yes. into your current role now as yes. you know, as the curator and owner of scene. Yes. And that's amazing. Like so now going into that, transitioning into your next that was endeavor. Tough. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us how, how that led you to scene. So scene, exactly. Tell us what scene is. I went from Farfella Girl and then I started working at a plus size store called Eloquii, which is a major plus size brand. Okay. um, That a lot of uh, plus size influencers love. 
And I hate the word plus size. Like, just call us curvy because we got a lot. We got little extra curves. And that's Girl, okay. <laughs> we got food ain't nothing food, wrong with okay? that. Um, and so I worked for them for about two and a half years. And then on January 2nd of 2020, they told us, well, we're closing this store and you all are losing your job. At the start of 2020. Oh, bitch. They could have oh. told me this shit before Christmas when I spent all that money. Yeah. They waited to tell us the day after New Year. Oh, my God. And then we had the pandemic shortly after And that. then the pandemic hit by around March 14th. We shut down in the city. Right. But I had already gotten on unemployment. So that I, oh, I was on God. unemployment, not because of COVID. Right, right. Uh, okay. And then by July, my friend owns a bridal uh, shop up in Wicker Park. It's called Belle Atelier. It's a oh, beautiful yeah, showroom. That's she carries, yeah, yeah. She, mm-hmm. she carries a lot of high-end uh, designers. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I told my friend who used to work with me at Eloquy, like, let's go volunteer at Giselle's place. And just, mm. you know, we get our unemployment, but we could work with her, yeah. you know, and for free and just help her. And so she loved it. She was like, come on, let's do it. And I, I used to, uh, her mom, her mom's name is Sohaila. She used to run the dress doctor. So when I had to intern for Bear Wing and stuff, I would have to take dresses to her mom. Oh, so wow. life kind of made a full circle where I Look was at the intern dealing with her mom. And now she and I are great friends. And she became my fashion mentor. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So in July, in about June, we started volunteering. By July, I was like, hmm, I know what I want to do. And her and my friend Louise were like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, I think I want to do the lingerie thing. I think I want to give my all to it. Giselle, she's always game for anything. She was like, uh, let's do it. Okay. And she was like, let's plan it. And I'll even carry your bridal collection here in my store. And I was like, oh, yes, bitch. It was an idea in August. And then it launched January 20th. So I literally built this in like in the under six months. Girl, I was going to say, because I just feel like scene just popped up. out of You started posting things about scene. I was like, okay. Yes, and it's cute, y'all. It is cute. Like her lingerie line is so cute. And so inclusive. And then she's, you know, she's she's supporting all us curvy girls. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, yes. All that quarantine weight, y'all. Yes. Don't worry about it. Lauren's going to take care of y'all. Just tuck that in. You good. Okay. <laughs> she got all the lacy shit, too. That yeah, looks sexy. Look at her now. If y'all watching girl. the visuals, she got the girls out. She got yeah. that lace on. You see? Okay. You see her? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so she's looking so out for us. It led me. It led me to that point. And Giselle has been like, I call her my sensei and her shop is my dojo because mm. she guided me. She worked for major designers. Wow. Uh, and she worked in New York. And so she kind of took her knowledge and she was like, I've always wanted to build like a brand from the ground up. Like she just has mm. a bridal boutique where she carries dresses. Okay. She was like, I want to help you build a brand from the ground up because I want to know what it's like. Look at that. And so she, and had, look she at has been holding my hand every step of the way from picking the pieces to manufacturers to, to nice. going out to wholesale, all this stuff. Even the first photo shoot, she helped me bring it together. Oh, beautiful. With an amazing photographer. And we had like three makeup artists and my five models. The, all the models were my friends. Yes. I, I was saw like, Kira I, in I there. Hey, Kira. Yes. Yeah. I, I need a favor from all of y'all. I need yeah. y'all to be the face of scene and Cute. get naked. And yes. so they were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to see your nipples, your booty cheeks, all right. that stuff. That you, right. we just won't see the girl. She'll be covered at all times as much as we can cover her. And so nice. they were all game and they all came in there. And that first photo shoot, I didn't even announce it to the world yet because I yeah. did the 
at the time of the first photo shoot, my grandma had just passed. Oh, yes, I remember and that. Yes, my grandma had just passed. Was it COVID related? No, she oh, was just okay. 91 years old. Okay, so she lived she her life. She just got old. Yeah, she yeah, just got she old and okay. she was like, I'm ready. Yeah. And so, and she died on her own terms. When she was ready to go, she was like, I'm ready to go. And okay. she left. All right. And I was like, well, first of all, I, I want to die like that. <laughs> you know? I want to be like, I'm ready. You know? And I'm ready. Like, like, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that. i some years and I'm good. So it wasn't COVID. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I had a, a photo shoot. My very first photo shoot was two days after her funeral. Girl. So my mom... Uh, she loved that I had it because it was her mom. So okay. it kind of kept her mind off of it. Because okay. I had to switch gears. We had to go from funeral. When we left the funeral, yeah. we had to go get the jewelry, the shoes, pick up this, the steam, or drop the clothes off, get mm-hmm. the florist, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And we, our grieving was in that process, basically. Okay. And everybody grieved it was differently. Amazing. Yeah, everybody it was in, within that process. So when right. I finally got to the photo shoot and it was halfway through it. Yeah. I stopped to thank everybody as they were getting their makeups done again. And then I just started crying because it was my grandmother who opened me up to fashion. She was a seamstress, uh, Mm. all of my aunts in my mom's life and my life. And so she was the first one to teach me how to thread a needle and Mm. all that stuff. And so it was like, once upon a time, she wanted to be a designer, but because of the way the world is stupid and racist sometimes, okay, girl. you know, it wasn't easy for everyone to have that opportunity that was of color. Um, and she was raising like seven kids. Ooh, bless her heart. She on top busy. of that, so she, she had busy. to do what she had to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And uh, I reached the dream that she and my aunt that passed away have always wanted Love to own it. a brand. Uh, and and design and I do have uh, design pieces that are coming out in spring but um, it was just a it was I felt like I I had accomplished something with our fella but for the first time I did something for me (sighs) very good and that made a difference yes because you don't do nothing for you Lauren no 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 now I'm out here trying to get dick and stuff like now (laughs) Now I'm out here trying to, you know, do stuff for yes. me. Okay? me. okay. Hashtag, this is for me. This dick is for me, y'all. It's for me. <laughs> well, yes. Shout out to you, girl. You better get that. You better get dick yes. down with all these I'm, years. I'm, you give them back. Hello. Hello. Okay. You deserve it more than anybody. <laughs> I got one little crush that I like right now. And Ooh, just like, shout you out know, to you. Can, Where you can at? Can make this consistent and whatever. You know, I know you be in your head. You going through? I need to get together, okay? Okay. Because I put off fifteen years of this. <laughs> Girl, and then yes, when I you met did. him, I was still doing Farfella. Oh, and really? So I was just not available to do anything, and then we reconnected like a year or so ago. We did our thing for about a year. We didn't date, but we did our thing. Okay. okay. And then we recently reconnected. And I'm like, okay, I ain't got time now, so uh, yeah. we gonna have to. <laughs> What's it's going to be consistent on the schedule. <laughs> right. I need a schedule dick. What days are you free? <laughs> I need to put the Zoom date of the dick, please, in there. Thank you. The dick planner. I mean, what are we doing? 
<laughs> yes, Lori. Yes. You better schedule that dick, girl. You better put okay. that on your calendar. Okay. And so now I'm doing things for me. And that yes. feels good. And the girls are so supportive. They call to check on me now. It's like the rose. Oh, cute. So now Love they it. call and they're like, how you doing? And they'll call and pray with for me or encourage me and or can I come spend the night and stuff Aww. like that? So that they they've grown up, they've matured, and now they see like our mentor is trying to live her life. So let's support her like she's done for us all these years. Love that. I just so it made uh, a. So you have a relationship still with the girls. I do. I do. Amazing. Amazing. And I, you know, one thing when I started at nineteen, the first thing I told them is, this would be a forever, a forever connection, not a forever program, but I will always be in your life. I am always available to you until I take my last breath. And they all take that seriously. So I have girls that I haven't talked to in like five years and they'll yeah. pop up and be like, Miss Tiffany, I got engaged, but now I don't want to be engaged. It's like, oh, okay, uh, catch me up. What's up, place? Like, <laughs> what's up, girl? You pull out your notepad. What's, what's going on? We were happy, you, know? you go into You go into coaching yeah. mode again. Yeah, let me, oh. let me switch gears, switch gears. Yeah. Right. Well, Lauren, that is like, your story is so inspiring. I'm sure Thank all my you. listeners are just sitting there like, this bitch is out here doing it she for do the people. She do too much. <laughs> she do too much, y'all. She she deserved his dick, all right? You better go ahead and get that. Period. Period. Okay. And I'm so happy to hear like how scene came about. Like it has such an amazing story because I actually didn't know like how like the like how scene got about going things on, you know, because like, you know, like like I said, guys, like me and Lauren know each other for years, but we kind of just been doing our own thing. We would I would say I would catch up with you on social media and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and then I was key, though. What was that? I kept it so low key. You did. You did. I didn't tell you did. anyone until I, like a week before it launched. <laughs> you did. Cause like, I remember at one point, I remember you announced that, you know, you, uh, that for our fellow girls were, were you know, was you ending. were ending. Yeah. was ending. And I was like, oh girl, you know, I was sad to see that because, you know, I was always ready and willing. Yeah, yeah. You had some go- things and then you're going like, on. Well, what is she going to do now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was generally like, you know, cause I know your ass can't sit down. Cause I just know. And then when no. you busted out with scene and you announced your debut, I was like, yes, I was so excited. And this this line is sexy. And then if you guys watch yes. the visuals, I'm gonna be putting some photos in the visuals yes, yes. You see for the photos from the photo shoot that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, guys. And like, yeah, it's just uh it just pays homage to just like the bodies of all sizes. Yes, you know, like yes. beauty and sexiness is just not a Victoria's Secret model that's just sticky. No, it's no, no. A Kardashian. I recently saw, yes, the Kardashian do the skims with the panty. Oh, bitch. And I was like, where's her vagina fat? Like, where's the the fat between her thighs? Okay. Stomach, are you... You know, and the thing is, it's like, I'm so tired of seeing, and then, you know, I was actually like in the, back in the day, girl, when we went to school, remember how we, I would uh-huh. live for the Victoria's Secret fashion shows. I would live. Yes. Yes. Girl, we would oh live, right? God. We would watch them at school. Watch I remember we would be, girl, we would be and in we would come and talk the, about it too. Girl. You see blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't right. about the performance. It was literally about the creativity. Oh, I live. Behind I live. the I was yeah. not knowing though, going, like not knowing though, seeing that though. And like, it's like totally like programming us right because we would see yes. the models that come out wearing these garments this is and they would, that would and it'd be the same bitch different hair maybe you know what i'm saying it was maybe towards the end they started throwing some asian bitches and then they would throw yeah, an african yeah. bitch in there every now and then but it was the same stick skinny bitch and i was just like seeing maybe this, with a I, pregnancy belly 
Right. <laughs> That's the only fat we ever saw because they was pregnant. Was right. And they were still like, and they were still just like skinny and then skinny. baby. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. That's it. And I was tired of it. I was like, like, you know, and it's just like I was so happy actually when they announced that they're no longer doing Yeah, it was know, a waste of time. Like, yeah, the shows anymore. And then, like, and then, you know, Rihanna came out with Fenty and mm-hmm. Savage Fenty. And I was happy to see at least some different shapes. Somebody, and, yeah. you know, just inclusivity. And just, like, I was like, this is so refreshing. And this is, like, where things need to go. This is, like, yes. what the... This is what we need to see. Like, I'm tired of these young girls. Like, the girls, you know, like, you're... Like, the girls mm-hmm. even mentoring. Like, seeing the same bitch over and over again, you know? And then we see all I'm these fucking... I'm thinking that's what they... That's the standard. And that's not the standard. Set, and if you don't look like this... fucking standard. Girl, set and if you don't look standard. like it, then you're not beautiful. Or yes. you need to go see Dr. Miami and fix it. Yes, so, so and you can look it. like that. No. And I just think that's such an unhealthy mindset, mm-hmm. you know, like for these young girls. Because, like, I mean, like, think about how fragile, you know, are these yes. young minds are. And if that's what Imagine if doing, women go through it. Multiply that times 10 for a teenage girl. Okay. If we struggle with it and we're not even, you know what I'm saying? We're, right. we're like... I don't look like that. Or you right. see your boyfriend, your ex's new girlfriend, and she's thinner or something. Right. So mm-hmm. multiply that times 10 and put that in a teenager's mind. You know it's yeah. a, like, it's a bomb. It's a ticking time bomb. It really That's going to lead to anorexia or suicide or just unhealthy habits because they don't like what they see. Right. I just... Mm-hmm. God, I'm just like, and like, I see... And then the thing is like, I feel for these young girls and these young p- kids in general, anybody, like... They're going through this with COVID now. And I'm over here like, it's yes. fuck, right? This shit is the ghetto. Earth is the ghetto right now. Earth is but super that, ghetto. Girl, Earth <laughs> is the ghetto. So it's like, but then we're grown, right? We grown as fuck. Yeah. In sense. But like these kids, their prefrontal cortexes are not fully developed. So they don't no. actually have a fully developed brain to handle this shit, right? No. So I'm just like, man. Which is why the suicide rate is up. Which is why they're out here still in cars. Which is uh, why... Because they have so much free time and they don't right. know what to do. And then the schools are fighting over their education. I know. White rich men are saying whether they should get a COVID test. Like, it's just uh, their girl. future's in other people's hands and they don't have control of anything. Right. Right. And so I get it. I get why they're stressing and why they're sad and or, mm-hmm. or getting into trouble. Right. Because, I mean, look at, look at like you said, we in a ghetto right now. Just period. All over. The ghetto. Earth yes, Earth itself. <laughs> Earth itself. She going through it. That's why I'm always about sustainability because she needs our fucking help right now. She does. And humans are just fucking it up. I'm like, y'all, we need to fucking like. It's just the ghetto, and I, I'm just like, man. And, and the thing is, like, I do think that though, having these conversations, like we're having, yes. and yeah. like you know, just even in like, and then just talking about it, and then also with your company and what you're what mm-hmm. you're standing for is so important. It's so important, and I'm so and it's proud therapeutic. Of you, yes, it really it's therapeutic. is therapeutic for me so and for everybody else. <laughs> Thank yeah, girl. you. I'm so proud of you, Thank friend, because I, I I know that you. Like I said, I've no, I've only known you to bust your ass to do shit. That's all yeah. I've known you for. You know, you've always been out here just. That's you know. funny you say that because all my mom has known me is to nap. I like napping. Ah! Like, you just sleep all damn day. Duality, girl. Duality. You know what I'm saying? I got that balance. Okay, you got to have that balance. And now I'm going to that- add that dick calendar in there. Okay. Like, yes. Oh, super balance. Like, yeah, you're going to see, see Laura's calendar. It's going it's to be see, dick, It's going to have that one nap. game just going down. And if he mess up, it's going to have a second. Like, yes. Scene, dick, nap. There we go. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> 
Because I love some food. I got these curves for a reason. I know that's right. Oh, bitch, yes. When I tell yes, you, girl, been eating, girl, <laughs> girl's been eating. I haven't been on the pole as much. So I'm just <laughs> like, oh, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to you to get some scene, girl, because you yeah, know, yeah. you know, what we're I'm gonna saying? do it. We're gonna do okay. it. Okay. And the good I, thing is that scene is for women size four to 26. I was gonna so say, I, sure I was just to gonna say, everyone. like, perfect. Okay. I was just yeah. gonna ask you, like, how, like, what is your line and, like, who do you offer your products to? And, like, you know, what's yeah, your, yeah, yeah. So it's for and women and it's also for transgender women because oh. a lot of the pieces that I pick, I am conscious of our transgender sisters who have not done their transformation yet. Okay. Um, so I take that into consideration and you'll see, like, if you check out my website, I have a transgender, uh, size chart right next to the regular size chart. Just so, because in all fairness, some transgender sisters don't, you know, they don't have boobs yet and things like that. And so they don't need necessarily to get a two X. Sometimes they need to go down, but I wanted to make sure that they felt seen too. That you feel seen just like our curvy women feel seen. Yes, look at that mission statement. Yes, come on, mission yes. statement. Yeah, you gotta yes. be seen. That's that's all it was. My god brother helped me come up with the name. Um, he yeah. owns a uh, black box theater. Okay, and wait, black box, yeah. His name's Eric. Oh, nice. That's okay, my I was brother. thinking about taking classes. Yeah, great. He black has box. like a melanin and something class. I think you should take Phew. it. Okay, it's a it's a it's a class all about black, like being yes. black and acting black and all this. It's great. Okay, and I've heard so many up. great reviews from it. Okay. Um, but he asked me when I was picking a name, he said, well, the number one question I have is how do you want people to, how do you want women to feel? Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? My issue personally has always been, I want it to be seen. Oh. When I walked into a bedroom with a man, I wanted to be seen for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to look at me and hope I do what his ex does or Hope I do what the porn says uh-huh. or whatever. I wanted him to see me. Right. And the first time I was telling my God, I said that, you know, I'm going to give you TMI, bro. So brace yourself. And he's like, well, I said the first time I was seen was actually last year in July. I had met this young guy. Now, understand your seeing moments don't have to be sexual. Your seeing moments could yeah. be you were seen at work or whatever. Mine just happened to be in a sexual situation. Okay. And so I had just had a life-saving surgery because I had uh, suffered with fibroid tumors oh, and I almost bitch. died. Bitch. And they had to cut on the outside of my stomach. So I have all these like lines and stuff. My stomach oh. is not the prettiest. And, and on top of having a foop in a row, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so this boy, <laughs> I'm like 36. He's 26. Bitch, yes. And yes, yes. Yes. You okay. better get that I'm young bitch. Okay. And... We went, we went to a hotel, whatever, and we had already, you know, we had built up to this moment. Mm-hmm. And I was always conscious about my stomach. Like, oh my God, no guy has seen my stomach the way it looks now. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the hotel. He came. And before we did anything, I came out of lingerie. Number one, that was new for him because he's 26. And they don't see it often. So now <laughs> you messing with a grown woman. Yeah, that's grown <laughs> pussy. Let me she tell you, young boy. On, you know what I'm saying? I was ready. Okay. And then before we did anything, I stopped him and was like, you know, I've had surgeries. My stomach is just not the cutest or whatever. And he stopped me. He was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, I just wanted to warn you ahead of time. He said, warn me of what? I think I know, like, I'm seeing everything. And he's like, I don't have a problem with it. 
And the first action that he did was kiss me down in my stomach, Ooh. kissed me all over my I was like, you know what? Praise that young man. Praise yes. him. <laughs> because he gave me this confident boost that, and then he told me when we were done and he, we were just chilling, he was like, can I tell you that those scars on your stomach just tell a story of the person that you are? Ooh. He was like, shit, you almost died. You made it. And now I'm here doing my thing with you. Like, and now he still calls sometimes. But that is the best. <laughs> Girl, that's, that's a good man, Savannah. Right he still there. calls sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Girl, my you put it on him, you know? Close to my age, but he still calls, you know? <laughs> hey, well, hey, listen. You put that good pussy on him, he ain't going nowhere, okay? Ain't nowhere. Nowhere. Okay? They, they still going to call, okay? Still, how you doing? I was just thinking of you. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> right, right. Okay, That is my most seen moment in, in this age, at this time. Okay. And so I felt so seen at that moment. I was like, I want other women. I know other women struggle with that. You struggle right. with beauty standards. You struggle with the ideas of, of people before you in situations, whether it's work, school, relationships. And I said, you know, I want to give women a sense of just, if you can't see yourself, you can't ask other people to see you. Amen, girl. That's so real. Oh, that's so real. That is so real. Fuck. And that's what scene is about, teaching you how to see yourself so that you can be seen. Well, y'all heard it first, goddammit. Period. Y'all heard it Period. first here. Okay? I said that here. If I broke that down here first, yes. okay? <laughs> Preach, girl. I mean, you guys, that is like, per- that's the perfect way to end this segment. Because honestly, yes. like, that, what a, what a, I can't even picture a better way. Like, literally seen, like, I'm so happy that you started this. I'm so happy mm-hmm. you're doing things for yourself now, Lauren. Uh, thank you for everything else you've done, in a sense, for, like, all our young uh, bodies out there, you know, like, mm-hmm. with the, just with Farfella Girl and, like, all the things you're going to do in the future. Yes, like, I'm just yes. so proud of you, girl. That's my friend, thank y'all. Thank you. And I'm, and I'm proud. to be here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Yes. Thank you for sharing your story, honestly, guys. And, and I will put all of this in the show notes. You know, if you watch the visuals, you're going to see everything on there. So if you guys can check out her website, but yes. I'll give you, I'll give you some more time at the end to plug everything. We are okay. going to take a quick break before we go into our next segment. Let's do it. Okay. Cause I can't wait to get juicy with you. Okay. Yes. Uh, we'll be right back. And we, and we will be right back, be right back after, after these detailed messages. And we're back. Hey! Okay, so it's going to be the next segment now. We're going to go into Meditate, Masturbate, Medicate. What do you choose, girl? What do you choose? Masturbate. Let's get saucy. Yes! I'm not here selling sex, so let's get saucy about this, okay? I was going to say, girl, I'm like, if you don't choose Masturbate, (laughs) y'all choose that one. Okay, I was like, this is just going to be a perfect segue with, with scene and like Let's it get is, into it. it. Let's get into it. So as you as you guys heard previously, your girl's out here doing her, getting dick mm-hmm. appointments, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But there's got to be something you're doing for you too. What what are your masturbation techniques? Like what you what have you switched it up because of like like your new schedule now with having more time for yourself? Like have you like you know, got into different toys and things like that? Like what is going on, girl? Like slowly slowly get into the toy aspect um Okay, so I was a virgin until I was 29. Let's 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 start there. Let's <laughs> I'm speechless, guys. I'm like, let's put that you didn't know about me. I didn't know, Lauren. 
<laughs> Let's put that right there. I was a virgin till I was 29. Lauren, I don't think we ever... No. I'm only, I'm only fresh in these streets for like 90. <laughs> oh my God. Can't believe that. that. It's like been eight years or something like that. I'm so then when I met now. you, when I met you and we were in school and I was, everything, you... I was still a virgin. I don't remember. I, I had you ever girl. said that to us. That I you really... I didn't tell people. No, I was you just, didn't. It was, I wasn't embarrassed of it or anything. I just you were just like, so focused on other shit. Yeah, other that's people. That's what it was. Wow. Now you see how busy my mom kept me. I couldn't even wow. get back until twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that, girl? Did y'all hear that? Bitch, I've been so busy. I had that. I couldn't get no time for no dick till I was twenty nine. Oh so my god! Well, so let's start there. Amazing. Let's start there. That's that's like important. I I have made a. A purity covenant as a teenager i was trying to wait to marriage but as i got older and i just i met this one guy at a hennessy event and he <laughs> come was, on, hennessy was event yeah come on hennessy event i was 29 he was 36 and he approached me and he said all the right things um and <laughs> I, girl we, we went for it like 10 days later and i and the thing is, I didn't tell him I was a virgin until a year later. So we had really? a whole year of, of, of situations. And I'll be honest, he's the one that kind of opened me up to masturbating, okay. to figuring me out. Um, and then again, I was raised by a realist. So when I was ready to have sex, I went to my mom and was like, yo, we need to get in depth now. Okay. And she was like, oh, God, thank God you're going to lose your virginity. Because at first, my mom <laughs> Your mama said that? I'm done. When I was 15, it was cute. By the time I was 21, she said she was like, oh, okay, she's serious. She said by 25, she was like, is my daughter ever going to have a man, Lord? (laughs) And so she she encouraged it. She she encouraged me to wait to marriage because it's what I wanted to do. Okay. It was new for her because she lost her virginity at 16. Wow. So to have a daughter that waited till she was 29, she was like, that was new for me. I, I didn't know how to... That was the part of your life I didn't know how to speak to it. Wow. Amazing. And so I went to my mom and she kind of just make sure you know what pleases you. Right. What's good for you. And so with him, I kind of took that journey into masturbating and just figuring out what pleased me, starting with my hands and things like that. So you never touched yourself before? 29 I had, but not as aggressively as like when it was finally time to get it done. No. Wow, girl. So you so you haven't experienced an orgasm? Till- no, not not until 29. Not until him for the first time. Well, girl, and shout that, out to him for able to get there. Let me tell you, that was that was mind-blowing because I think our first date, he uh went down on me, but first date, and I was like blown away, like this is what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I didn't miss that. Y'all, y'all didn't tell me this, this shit. Is what this is. Wait a minute. I waited 10 days before I actually got the dick. You know what I'm saying? But wow. and he never saw anything weird about it until like a year later. He was like, you know, now that I go back over events, I can see it. But he was like, you came in here like you was just prepared. Like you knew what you was doing. I'm like, yeah, because my mom was like, here, read this book. My mom is the information kind of person. Okay. You want to okay. know, read a book, read a book, read a book, figure it out. Okay. Uh, and so I took all that knowledge and yeah. I had it. So he thought, oh, she was this freak. No, 
Maybe, maybe now I am. Are you acting I'm your ass off in there? Acting my ass off. Like, I took black box acting classes and stuff. Okay, okay? bitch. Because uh, <laughs> he had no idea. But I have wow. learned how to do half of the shit. You know what I'm saying? And so. Did you ever watch also, porn? Did you ever watch? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I would, you know what? As but porn younger, is not really, you know, it's not real. Yeah, it wasn't oh, bad. It, yeah. it doesn't do much for me. Um, but masturbating, like, I do it. Uh, when I feel it come on, I just do it. Like, I'm, Do you have a toy? Do you, like, you uh, do fingers? No, I'm just or? getting into toys, would you believe it? Because okay. I was just so concentrating on the dick. Like, <laughs> that's, that's all yes. I wanted. Yes, girl. <laughs> that's all I wanted. So I've, okay. I've only not been a virgin for seven years. Oh, my God. Do y'all hear for this? Seven years. But, you this unicorn but, right here? I wow. also was determined. I was talking to my mom earlier today. I said, my, you know, it's weird is that when I lost my virginity, I decided I wanted to try everything. I wanted to try it all to know what I liked, what I didn't like. And that's kind of like what you do for masturbation. You try it yeah. all yeah. to see what you like, what you do, what's comfortable for you, what gets you there, what doesn't. And so I did that too within sex, sex with partners. I, tried a girl i did a threesome like i yes! because i wanted to know what it what was i missing what what is all this that everybody talking about come and try it all i love you know? that this bitch has not had sex since she was 29 <laughs> and this bitch doing threesomes you know what i'm saying going <laughs> girl i was like bitch i know that she's like, i'm gonna get this education god damn it let me, I, tell, let me you. tell you i did it all you know not with the same guy but i, I went i did a one night stand a two night stand like i wanted to see what what all this was about yes. and, and see what because i don't want to be later in life that i missed something right and i don't want to cheat on anybody like you know what i'm saying right, like i right. want to be able to say shit i already did all that so what you got like <laughs> Let's do this, right? Let's do you this. You got to be on point. Um, I'm just now like introducing toys into uh, a situation with my sex partner. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm slowly getting there to do it on my own. Mind you, I've encouraged my friends to buy toys for masturbating. So, and they have. So, it's so backwards, right? <laughs> you are, girl. I just love it. It's just, but it's just, it just makes you you. It just makes you yeah, uniquely yeah. you, like uniquely yeah. you. So, yeah. Shout out to you girl i'm over yes. here like praising the fuck out of you clapping yeah. like because yes i mean fucking fantastic that you've been out there and you've been really like experimenting because like you said like i you did said, i did i applaud that so fucking yeah. much um because I, I did my church fair. so that's a taboo right you grew up that's in a church, taboo so that's right exactly it's something you've had your journey about and it's a right. sin. you know what i'm saying and okay right. if it's a sin and that's between me and god we ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all. Listen, so. how do we get here, guys? We got here from fucking. So, I mean... Period. Period. <laughs> if God, God, God wants us to fuck. Let's just be real. And, and he wants us to procreate. He was married. Like, <laughs> right. Okay. Let's not even get into in that. The, in, a, in a garden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So, let's just not even go there, guys. But I'm like but yeah, over here... 29. Like applauding you. I mean, okay. So, can I Come recommend... this for seven years. Girl... <laughs> Okay, well, one thing, because I see, like, I feel like this is going to be like something that kind of like, because you seem like you're, you're more into that holistic like lifestyle too, in a sense too, mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. crystals and things like that. Like, I really love my crystal wand that I have. So it's just, okay. it's just a 
Crystal Wand, I will put it in the show notes to show you guys what it looks it, like. Chalk Rubs is like a very popular brand for that. Okay. And it's okay. going to, you can choose your own crystal that like kind of like really like resonates with you. Like a lot of people like Rose Quartz, you know, Amethyst. Uh, okay. I, my, my wand is uh, Aventurin. So it's green. It looks like Jade. And Ooh, when okay. I tell you that I have like a connection with that thing, like with my bitch, like, like when I, <laughs> when I, cause like, I'll tell you, like, I never used to be able to have um, orgasms from penetration wow, until, okay. yeah, until I like kind of like started to train. And that's a real thing, guys. And I, I can't wait. One day I'm going to bring a sex therapist on here. We're going to talk all about that Do shit. Do it, yeah. You know, because I find that so fascinating. And I, I don't want people, I want the real shit to be out there, you know, in a sense. Yes. But, and like you, you're you still to have the correct knowledge, not exactly. misinformation. Not misinformation about things. Yeah. A hundred thousand. And I'll be honest, my, (laughs) this is going to be weird. One of my fellow girls, she's 21. She taught me how to, we recently had a conversation a year ago and she was like, have you ever done sensory touching of yourself so that you can learn how to build up to an orgasm? And I was like, I was sitting in her living room like, well, what's that? And she, because I didn't know. I'm like, you gotta understand, you know, you been exhausted. You was 15. You're 21 now. I've only been doing this for seven years. You've been doing right. 15 already. Like, tell me. Wow. Yeah. Love it. Look at that full circle moment. And, you yeah. Know? And she sat there. She went and got a toy, and she like turned it on, showed us this yeah. powerful toy. Me and my friend Eloise was there, and she taught us about the the um, sensory play of inserting, then letting it go. She said, and it kind of uh-huh. teaches you. It teaches you how to squirt. It teaches you how to hold back your orgasm. Look at that. Because I'm the type of person I can have an orgasm if you're good. I can well, Shout out to you, girl, because damn. Yes. If you're it's not really... good, I can't. I can't. Oh, like the, the curry guy, I can over and over again. Like there's yes. no Yes, multiple orgasms. Y'all. Yes. Well, you deserve it, Lauren. Out of everybody, goddamn <laughs> You waited till you were 20 Hello? goddamn nine, 20 goddamn <laughs> nine years old. This bitch deserves to squirt and multiple orgasms all day. Yes. I mean, you're late, girl. De- now you're not. You're not late. You're actually not late. I'm on time. That's just I'm your journey. Yeah, yeah, that's just your I'm journey. Because honestly, <laughs> if I could go back, girl, and go back to the moment where I lost mine, which I don't know, I think I was 19, 20 years old. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, technically, like that's a little bit whatever. It whatever. It doesn't. It's a little timeline. There's the, right. The there's no timeline. Age. Yeah, yeah. Girl. Okay. But even then, like, did we know what the fuck we were doing? Absolutely not. You know. And I'll admit, girl, I'm still learning like my shit. Twenty nine because I had it. I was twenty nine. I was well aware of the consequences. Pregnant, STD, all that stuff. Right. And I could handle it. Whatever right. came with it. And then I had a thirty six year old that put it down and. Taught me everything I know. I now know, and mm-hmm. I sharpened those skills and use with someone else now. But uh, <laughs> let me school you, young boy. I did not have a bad experience for my first time. Right out the gate, yeah. this older man was sensitive to me and taught me about my body. Uh, and girl. now I know me. Like, and you over here with these twenty-six-year-olds <laughs> teaching them some things, you know, with your with your scene lingerie on. They over here like, oh, I'm not ready. And that was before scene. I think I had Fashion Nova. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
yes. Lay down, boy. Take this fashion over real quick. Okay. I'm not mad at it, girl. I'm not mad at it. Okay. Okay. So that that's amazing. So it, so it seems like you're still you're still learning. You're on your journey too yeah, with when yeah, it comes to toys. Yeah, same, definitely. you know, same thing too. Like I feel like I feel like though in that sense, like there's always something to learn, right? And that's yes. kind of why I have these segments, and I I, I want to like chat with my guests and talk to them. Whatever, like I give them obviously because not everybody's comfortable with talking about sex or like my masturbation. So yeah, I give no, them no, a nice, I am, I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, but I love the evidence of the house I grew up in. As you can see, my mom was just comfortable talking about everything. Yeah, and she would do mom. it. She would do it at various ages. So no, we weren't talking about how to give head at 15. <laughs> But we sure was talking about it by the time I was 28, you know? I still don't want that. Now, there, is a, there is a toy that I recently bought that I'm okay. using with my friend. Um, it's called a tandem. And, uh, uh-huh. Now, this is a cock ring, but it's a vibrating cock ring. Okay, okay. It only lasts for like 20 minutes. You can get it like from Target for like $10. Okay. It stretches. So uh-huh. it doesn't so matter the size of the man. So that right. you get, And then you hit that button. What made me buy it was this funniest hell Facebook review from this black man who he got it and his, his wife got it. And he was like, he wrote a letter to the tandem Trojan people and told them, how dare you create this? It's the devil. He <laughs> put it on me. I bust the nun in like the first three strokes and all of this. So I was kind of like, well, and so girl, I you better send me that link. You know what I mean? Yeah, I you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna get to you so you can show it here too. And I was Please. like, hmm. Mm. And so I told my friend, so we using this. He was like, let's do it. And I was like, okay, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you ain't ready. You it's ain't ready. It's only 20 minutes of juice. That's why they're so cheap because it's it's. Uh, I don't think you can replace the battery. <laughs> so it's only like nine dollars. It lasts okay. 20 minutes. Okay, you can turn it on and off. Okay. And go for it. So that's that's as close as I got to like first toy type of situation. Cute. But I am gonna look into what you said the wand. Yes, like it's yeah. it's, it's definitely not a vibrating tool. It's gonna be your mm-hmm. you know your it's gonna be from a stone. So it's gonna be heavy. Yeah. It's gonna be you know it's gonna it's gonna be cold to the touch. So definitely you know there's a ritual in the sense of like warming it so your body so you're so you're ready to receive it. There's two okay. ends and things like that. I don't know. For me, it works amazing. Plus, I, I'm I'm kind of weary when it comes to you know um, sex toys when it comes to the plastics that they use and things like that. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, I like yeah. to do my research when yeah. it comes to like what I'm gonna insert in my body or put yeah. on my body in that sense. But and I I love that because of what I've been through with fibroids and stuff. Right. That makes sense for me. Yeah, that makes right. sense for me. Yeah. And then the thing is like at the same time too, like all these vibrating instruments that you're using, like that's a machine. You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of like giving your body like this unrealistic expectation yes at least if it's your hands yes. or a tool where like it doesn't it's not mechanical i feel like that's for why me, i love at least. what you're telling me I, that's why i love what you're telling me because i think right. that's why i've been hesitant right toys because although like, you don't seem like you have a problem it. girl you don't seem like oh, you no, have no, that no. problem no 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 no, no. <laughs> i'm gonna do this little conquering but at the same time <laughs> i don't think in my personal stash that for me right. i feel like there would be a disconnect yes between that toy and that penis and i don't want that Right, right. Because they're, they're different things, obviously. Yeah, it's you know, two different it's things and it does different. two different things. Oh, 100%. He's not you know? going to be in there vibrating. Like, <laughs> Just fucking like, I'm like, nigga, get off me. What you doing? <laughs> get your ass off me, vibrating and shit. You dying? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing 
going over there and just uh. you gonna call that what what right are you okay <laughs> right you having a seizure like what is happening oh my god yes girl yes i i, I will guess I, I will send links and put links all in the show notes yes, guys, definitely, so you guys can definitely. see uh what the fuck we're talking about because you know this is some juicy talk over here we got yes, talking over yes. here and That's i knew to be comfortable with you i was like i'm just gonna go for it we're gonna get yes spicy. I, I know when Lauren was like Lauren literally like I reached out to her I was like girl I want you on my podcast just let me know and then she came up to me and was like I'm ready now I was like oh yeah I was oh. ready yeah <laughs> and then I, I was so happy talk about meditate because I'm like people would expect me to talk about that because of what I did with the girls I right. didn't talk about medicate because I'm new to, to edibles I've only been doing it for a year or anything you know and I got you boo I got lot. you if we talking about them strong drugs at a hospital, hell yeah, I know about those because I had to take them for the surgery. <laughs> right. But I was like, masturbate? Let's You're do like, it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do that's it. That's it. That, let's talk yes. about it. <laughs> and then she did say she's new to edibles, so I'm really excited because I'm going to gift her something. Yes. I'm going to send it to you, girl. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to gift you something, yeah. too, so you have to tell me your size. Ooh, okay, bitch. Yes. I can't wait. Y'all going to see it, girl. I'm going to put a photo shoot I'm going to post you. it. <laughs> I'm going to post. Y'all going to see my nipples and shit all out. My fucking ass and shit. I don't give a You're fuck. Like, I might have to I'll be on the pole wearing it. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, girl. I got you. I will do it. Okay. I got a new pole. I'm going to set it up soon. I'm about to get these videos back up and so rolling. I'll, I'm actually send it out this week. So after we're finished here, you give me your information. Beautiful. And, and I would I'll do the same. It. I'm excited because okay. we're going to give each other that, you know, a little bit of the Yes, love. that's what yes. it's about. That's what it's all about, girl. I'm yes. so happy that you came on the show. I like appreciate your knowledge, your storytelling, your history awesome. with like your all your companies. I, I appreciate you so much, Lauren. I Like I said, I to this day, I still look up to you, girl, with everything you do. You're mm-hmm. a awesome ass bitch. Thank you. I, I'm rooting for you like so much, like rooting, rooting, rooting. And so, thank you for creating yeah. a platform because I think, number one, you yourself having this Black voice, but you know what I'm saying? Being Blasian and being able to have a voice of two different ethnicities, like it's important to have a platform where people feel comfortable enough to come on and talk about the stuff that people didn't let them talk about growing up. Girl, you said a word. You said a word. I think. And you so, so much, you girl. created a movement in and of itself where it's like, come on here and just simply be yourself. Girl, be you. Let them titties swing. You. you know what I'm saying? That's I don't what give we're a doing fuck. Symbology. The whole thing <laughs> symbology is be yourself. There you when go. You're, when they're in your midst, that's all you want them to be. And so that's mm. why I appreciate what you've built. And I'm cheering for you that this gets bigger. And it Thank attracts you, more than the 3,000. We're going to multiply that yes. 3,000. <laughs> yes, y'all heard it, y'all. That's right. Y'all share this episode, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, get seen, you know what I'm saying? Get you some scene, you know? And I actually picked a beautiful quote of the day for you too, girl. So okay. let's get into that quote of the day, which is what I picked out. Uh, here it is. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't ever apologize for your sexuality. Just be you. And that was Period. by Sonia Deville. You got to I mean, send that to me. Girl, Period. wasn't that just what we were saying? God damn it. <laughs> Period. And Period. I'm going to use that in my boxes comes yes. a affirmation card. Yes. Beautiful. And so I with every that. collection, I change the affirmation. And so I think I'm going to use that for my spring collection. I will send it to you, boo-boo. It'll be yes, in this episode. I will use that. You will see it. I, I picked it for you because I figured it'd be perfect for, and I'm for everything we're talking about. And I'm going to put Ashford on Kimbology hey, podcast you know on the card so they know. As soon as they open the box, they're going to see that card yes. with that full and your podcast at the bottom. Love because you. that's just, that's what I built. And that's what I wanted people to don't be unapologetic about who you are. Amen, girl. That y'all you don't owe it. nobody nothing. 
We really don't. We just we no. listen. All I gotta do is wake up and just stay black and die. That's you know what it. I mean? <laughs> and die black. And okay. My just showed me that she was like, I was born black, and honey, I'm a die black. Although I'm okay. real light skin, like <laughs> I'm a die I love black. Her. And she Aww. did just that at her own pace in her own time. And so I feel like if everybody could just live like her, unapologetic, and ex- experience what you need to experience, and then die on your own terms. That is a word, girl. I, I pray that that's my future, too, because yeah. it sounds like your grandma lived it. Yeah. She said, I'm I'm ready, God. yeah. she said, let me go home. I'm ready. I yeah, I'm done. Beautiful. I've done it all. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Lauren. No, yet again you. for being here. Uh, please give us all your tags, your website, like promote yourself. This is the time if you want to just shout so, out anything you want to shout okay. out. Let, let us Instagram, know. On Instagram, you can follow me at Scene Lingerie. And that's S-E-E-N-L-I-N-G-E-R-I-E. Because some people be struggling with lingerie. I'm not going to lie. I was struggling with the typing. And then (laughs) I was like, I can't spell, (laughs) y'all. It's literally, if you say lingerie, it's literally how you, yes, say that and you'll have all the letters you need. Yes. But at Scene Lingerie on Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Scene Chicago. Okay. And you'll find it. And then you can follow me, which is at Lauren underscore Tiffany. So L-A-U-R-E-N underscore T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. And that's my personal page, but it's open to the public. And I share everything. I don't, I don't hold back. And everything's about scene and my upcoming scene blog and things like that. So love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And I will put all of this in the show notes, guys. It will be in the visuals Definitely. as well. So you guys can ke- uh, check her new collection. And then the new collection that's coming out in spring. And I'll stay tuned for that. Of the current collection so that you yes. can use them as visuals. Yeah. I would love that. We'll put them all in the visuals with us yes. the, for the visuals for the YouTube. We want to see it because like she had some beautiful photos, guys. So yeah, I'll put that all in there and you guys can see it. And it will also be on um, my Instagram as well. Uh, yes. Thank you for coming. And guys, thank you so much. As awesome. always, please leave a comment, subscribe, rate on Apple Podcast, uh, reach out to me on Instagram, Kimbology Podcast, uh, Twitter. I haven't touched my TikTok in a while, but Lord, it's there. Your, girl, your girl's not on Clubhouse. I'm sorry. I can't. There's just so much. There's so much. And my, my homegirl Joy was like, Are you on Clubhouse yet? I'm like, girl, I can't keep up. There's just so much. There's so <laughs> much. Okay, guys, I'm doing the best I can. Then we have a Facebook, Kimbology Podcast. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, you know, again, this community of just being open, being yourself, being unapologetically you, right? I want to form that community. Always send your Q&As, uh, questions, whatever, to KimbologyPodcast at gmail.com. And thanks again for joining me for this week. And Lauren, again, can't t- thank you enough. Uh, you're the shit. Your titties are looking good. Okay. I'm always make sure that happens. Okay. <laughs> titties are looking. They, they over there sitting, sitting pretty. I'm always Love make it. sure that Titties happens. are sitting, girl. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much. And you guys, I'll see you guys next week. Say bye. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (laughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.